Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bob's Tavern Cast, the show that's all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Live from the tavern, I am your bartender, Jay. And I'm your bartender, Don. And it is patch week, so there's a lot to talk about. But before we do that, let's pour a drink and jump right in. Don, how's your week been? It's been really good. Um, I've still been off uh, work this week, just hammering out my content creation and all of that. Uh, I can't remember. I think, did we talk about it last week uh, that I'd be doing casting? I think, I think we, we did. did, but just in case, remind everybody. Yeah, so I got uh, basically hired on to cast for the Supergirl Gamer Pro Hearthstone series. Uh, and the Supergirl, we're actually doing three different games every weekend. Friday nights is uh, CSGO, Saturday is League of Legends, and Sunday nights is Hearthstone. So over nine weeks, I get to do a bunch of casting. And last weekend, yeah, I cast it. It was a whole bunch of, like, priest and or control warrior matches and mirror matches, which uh, went very long, but it was an absolute blast. Um, and then, yeah, I've just been streaming a whole bunch and also hit Legend last night for the month. So, hey. nice. Yeah. And played a bunch of Battlegrounds because the new patch, because new stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think on ladder, I'm like gold something still just because i <laughs> today today was the day that i i literally jumped from like silver 10 to like gold 2 and it's just because i had quests that were like i wasn't getting any <laughs> new quests so i was like crap i gotta play standard let me <laughs> i need my rolls <laughs> so yeah nice. i've been just playing demon hunter games to just get through them and been, was doing pretty good. Went on a little win streak, and then it was like, oh, yeah, that's right, because I'm supposed to be in diamonds somewhere. <laughs> but uh, all in all, it's not been bad. I've been streaming a lot. I've streamed every day this week. I was going to say four or five days at yeah, least. No, five days. Was um, it all five? Yeah. And uh, it's actually been more, uh, for those that don't know, I'm a developer by day. Um, so, And I'm, I'm kind of entertaining the idea of doing regular development live streams. So uh, a lot of that was to see if I would enjoy doing that on stream. And yeah, no, it, it went really well. I think we're going to keep doing that. We're still going to be playing Battlegrounds. Don't worry. Um, it's just we're going to be kind of cutting back a little bit on that, especially as some of the work requirements are... Um, going to be pushing me towards doing more streaming, but hopefully, uh, if things go as planned, what'll happen is I'll be streaming development during the day and then playing Hearthstone at night. Um, but I've got to get to that point. So, uh, yeah, if you want to support that, twitch.tv slash KJY Miller, you should do it. But I've played a lot of Battlegrounds. I've played so much Battlegrounds. Um, and I am not happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> We talked uh, about it last week, just kind of the, uh, kind of the, I guess, how mundane it's been recently. And now that we have a bunch of changes, I was hoping that that feeling would change. And, uh, I mean, 
That's a great way to describe it, I think. <laughs> I, I've been doing okay. Like, I'm still bouncing up and down like crazy. I think my highest for the week was like five, like 5.8. My lowest is like 5.2. So it's been a little bit better. But yeah, there's... I don't know. I thought a lot was going to change. A lot didn't change. But there is a lot to talk about. So how about we dive into... The 17.6 patch uh, that came alongside of the new um, announcement, the new expansion for Skullamance Academy. Real quick, what are your thoughts on Skullamance Academy? Just if you if you give it one sentence. <laughs> Dual class cards. Hell yes. Board based RNG. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I was, but there were some conversations uh, about that. It's like, uh, I think they said it's like if you had Animal Companion, but you knew what it was going to be when you drew the card. That's that's what the new um, minion that everyone's playing with now feels like. Which really, that's the kind of RNG people have really been asking for, honestly. Like, it's Ah. not, yes, (laughs) For, for competitive, like, standpoint, a, an RNG effect that you can predict a little bit more is what people want. They don't want puzzle box where you jam it out and then like, just hope that something good happens or that all of a sudden, like you've been ahead and then you play puzzle box and all of a sudden now you're dead. Like that's what players are, have been really complaining about. So a predictable RNG is I think what people have been asking for and that's what they got. And then they complain about that too. I I am in the camp of I like a little RNG that is unpredictable. Like um like Magic Missile. I think that's a great example of a card that you know exactly what it's gonna do. Three damage is gonna hit the board, but you don't know where it's gonna hit. You know, it, it yeah. it's it's just three damage. It's not a lot. It's it's super unlikely it's gonna all go into the same body. Um, so anything that's, that's like that, I'm perfectly okay with when, you know, when we talk about, you know, battlegrounds based RNG, like when you're dealing with, um, what's his face, the, I I almost said scrap bot, but I know it's not scrap bot. (laughs) Um, the mech that gives you a legendary minion, like, um, oh my goodness, that sneeds. Yeah. Sneeds. I don't know why I couldn't think of sneeds. Uh, but yeah, like Sneeds is not a card I like because legendary minions in Battlegrounds are both good and bad. Like, so many times now, I'll get like King Bagurgle off of Sneeds and I'm not, I don't have any Murloc. So it's like, well, this is, this is useless. Or my favorite, when you get like, what's the legendary two, uh, Tavern Tier two minion? It's just like why is why is this even a thing? Yeah, old Murkai. Like that feels so terrible when you're just like RNG come save me and you're like old Murkai and you're like what? <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's something you know, I kind of want to bring it around to your example with the arcane missiles too is that even though it's RNG, there are ways that you can control the outcome or try to at least, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to play an arcane missiles, you can have minions on the board that 
give plus spell damage. So you're doing more missiles to increase the chance you're going to hit what you want. Or you can clear their minions off the board in you know, a certain way, leave a 1-1 one, one on board to guarantee or you know try to guarantee right that it'll kill that 1-1 one, one, and then the rest will go face. So that is the kind of RNG that even though it does have that RNG factor, it also has ways that you can try to change it and manipulate it for your benefit too, which probably does make that more of a skill-testing RNG-type card, which I think is what the majority of players want. Yeah, and I think that was the original argument with cards like um, with Zephyrus and, and things like right. that to where you're... Yes, it's designed to give you the best cards, but once you've played it enough times, you know what it's going to give you. It's like, I can manicure the situation so that I get the exact card that I'm looking for. And I I think that was the whole thing with like even Grandmasters back then. Like You had these tacticians that were doing things in a specific order just to make sure that they got the perfect card off of Zephyrus. Now, in Battlegrounds... The closest thing we have to that is Zerus, which is completely RNG. Like, like you yeah. could get the best card ever, or you could get hot trash. And it always seems like my opponents get the best card ever, while I get hot trash. So you could get a one-two Murloc. Exactly. Oh man. Or my favorite, you're going pirates here. We'll give you a Megasaur. <laughs> and you're like, like, yes, awesome. This doesn't help me. <laughs> so let's let's dive into this. The the seventeen point six patch. Um, all in all, it did a lot. It brought a lot. I should say it didn't do. Well, it, did, it did a lot. It did a lot of things that didn't have as much of a splash. But the first thing that it did was. It made it so that pirates are no longer guaranteed in the minion pool. And we were talking about this a little bit before uh, we started recording for the show. And murlocs are still a problem. I don't know why they're ignoring the fact that murlocs are a problem. And to me, having a guaranteed um, set of minions in the pool made murlocs less of a problem. Now that... There is a one in what six chance that pirate or that murlocs will be excluded. It's now you're seeing more murlocs, <laughs> and it it feels bad. It feels really bad. Yeah. I'm tired of murlocs in this game. They need they need to address it. And again, I'm still in I'm still in the camp of hashtag. But what about Megasaur? Um, it's such an easy fix. Remove Megasaur from the game. They're, they've obviously gotten to the point where they're comfortable creating new cards for Battlegrounds. Take Megasaur out, replace it with a card that doesn't target every single Murloc on your board. Basically make the Dependabot of Murlocs and let's move on. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's so crazy because I feel like there's so many different things they can do with it. Um, now, Megasaur is already a card in, it's in Wild now, right? So they're probably not going to go with a changing the wording 
And they would probably go with something like you said in creating a Battle Crowns specific card that had a similar effect. But it feels like there's so many things they could do. They could change it to adapt one Murloc instead of all of them. They could change it to, you know, randomly adapt your Murlocs instead of you getting to discover, you know, like, I feel like there's just so many things they could do and they're not doing any of it. I would, I would be ha- I would even be okay with the idea if they said adapt one Murloc for like adapt each or one Murloc for the number of Murlocs that you have. So like if you have, I don't know how you would word that, but like if you have five Murlocs on the board, you adapt one Murloc five times. I would be okay with that. It's, it's the fact that it's a, a full board adaptation. Like in most cases, perfect example streaming last night had um flurgle down to two health and then he pulled megasaur clearly off of azaris because he was at he was still at tavern tier four so i don't know how megasaur came into the picture but gave every single murloc poison and then I and then I lost, and it was like, this is dumb. <laughs> like this just feels dumb. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, actually, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of skip. Haha. <laughs> but that I I wonder if part of the idea behind this is testing that, because like you said, it's you're kind of adapting per things that you have, but this new minion that they added that came out in this patch, Amalgadon, is a tier 6, 6 attack, 6 health, battle cry for each different minion type you have, adapt randomly, and that also includes itself. So, if you have a Murloc and a Pirate, then it'll adapt three times because it counts as one of itself as one of the other things. And I feel like that's kind of ties into what you were just saying that, you know, if it did that instead on just one minion, it does feel better because I think this minion itself, like it feels pretty good, but it doesn't feel like, Oh crap, they got that thing. And now they just won. And I hate this board and I hate battlegrounds and I don't want to play anymore. Stupid Murlocs. Yeah. And I I think that that's a good point too, is that, Amalgadon, as strong as it can be, doesn't feel broken. Like the thing that made Nightmare Amalgam, which I mean, this is li- this. Uh, we we're joking. This is Nightmare <laughs> Amalgam on steroids. This is like <laughs> this is like bad dream amalgam because <laughs> it. The thing that made Nightmare Amalgam so scary was that you got it so early in the game. You got it mm-hmm. at Tavern Tier Three, so it was like. I've got Amalgam, I can spend the rest of the game buffing this thing up. So now it's like you're getting an Amalgam, but you're getting it at Tavern Tier 6, and you can continue to buff it up for the rest of the game. It's just there's not a lot of game left. So to me, this is like perfect. And that's what that adaptation is kind of there for. It's like, okay, we're going to give you a head start. So I wonder if they're trying to bring Tyrion back. That's... That's like my my secret hot take is that like imagine a world where Tyrion is here and it's like you can go I'm going to pick every class 
or I'm going to pick no class. And there are big perks at each. Yeah, and that makes sense to me. And I think one thing that's cool about the Amalgadon is that it's going to be consistently in every game um, because it counts as all of the different minion types. So no matter which minion type is excluded, the Amalgadon counts as all the other ones that are in the game. So maybe we'll start to get tired of it, but right now it does feel pretty good so far, I'd say. Yeah, like I said, I, I mean, I'm I'm already cool with it because it's like... Yeah. When I have it, it feels like a, a solid card. When I'm playing against it, it doesn't feel invincible. Um, you know, it's it's just a card. But speaking of just a card, I've I've complained about Beast being trash for so long, and then June hit, and in June they introduced that dang bird. <laughs> That made Beast the strongest <laughs> tribe in the game. And now they couldn't they couldn't leave it. They couldn't let Beast have it for more than a month. You know, a month of Beast being awesome was just too much. And they've gone and done it. They've moved Goldrin up to six. Goldrin the Great Wolf, still same card, a four-four that gives your beast plus four plus four. It's just now it's a little bit more expensive, which means you're not going to get it until end game. <sighs> I'm upset. <laughs> I want beasts to be good. And I don't, I don't think that there's a problem with beasts being good at tier five. All right. I guess this is one of those times we're going to differ. I love this change. I am thrilled about this change because stupid bird, stupid wolf, buffing everything up like a million times. That was annoying. I'm glad we're not having that anymore. But now, now I, I feel like it's, it's, I don't even know how to say this. Like it's bringing the issue with Murlocs into the spotlight even more, I feel like, because now you can't even do like a big beast comp to try to somehow answer the Murlocs. Like maybe they have poisonous and no divine shields. And now at least you have these big beasts that can kind of contest the Murlocs a little bit. Um, but now you don't have that until later. And I feel like that's kind of just helping show how strong the Murloc stuff is. And yeah, there's not really anything that feels like it's as good at countering it. I think that, in my opinion, the better solution for this would have been to move... Um, what's his face? <laughs> the double your death rattles. Like, I'm just terrible with names right now. It's two, We're recording early in the morning for once. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm suffering. <laughs> uh, the Baron? Yes, Baron Rivendare. I think Baron Rivendare should have went to six, and Goldrin could have stayed at five. Because the problem, the problem becomes when you mix Goldrin, Baron Rivendare, and the Macaw. Yeah. Or the other example that I had was to make the Macaw so that a death rattle is triggered, but it it's not affected by Baron Rivendare, so that you're only getting one proc of the death rattle. 
you're not getting two procs and then you're getting another two procs. And if it's golden, you know, golden McCall plus golden Baron Rivendare, that's like a million procs. <laughs> yeah. It, it's literally six procs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, it, I mean, that's the problem wasn't Goldrin. It was everything around Goldrin that also benefited every other class. And, and that's where I'm saying, like, if, if you bring, if you affect the cards that affect beasts, but also affect all of the other cards, you make beasts weaker, but you're also weakening all of the other cards or the other tribes so that it's not strengthening one over the other. It's bringing the, the power level down everywhere. Uh you know, actually, speaking of beasts, we kind of were talking before the show and looking, um, and and now, like, our conversation has made me think about it again. In the past, King Mukla, and I'm bringing this up because it's in the patch notes, King Mukla's back! Uh, but in the past, Mukla had effects that related to beasts. And do you, I mean, do you think that would make a difference if it we're still that like would that help at all i i'm maybe not enough but might be better than what they brought it back as oh i mean yeah and we'll 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 jump <laughs> into that but i i think that right now blizzard is trying to make it so that people aren't focusing on a specific tribe i think they've realized that that didn't go too well for them in the past so now they're wanting to shift their focus on heroes that could have a benefit in a tribe, maybe a little bit stronger of a benefit to one tribe, but can ultimately be used across the board uh, with any tribe that they want. So I, I think that that's their goal is they, they want to get rid of the conversation of, Oh, Murlocs are overpowered and beasts are overpowered and mechs are overpowered and then pirates are overpowered. Like, I think the more that they try to, the more that they try to favor one over the other, it just, it becomes harder to balance where now they're actually putting more focus on augmenting your board with, you know, bananas or making it so that, you know, you can use another hero like Bran who's back and get, you know, cool benefits for, you know, battle cries or like tests where you're like, oh, I liked what that one person had in his warband. Let me refresh my board and, and, you know, pick some cards off of it. And we'll talk about all of these in just a second. But I, I do think that now the focus for Blizzard is no longer let's introduce a new tribe. I don't, I don't think they're, I would be surprised if they don't introduce any more tribes just in the future. I I think that elementals might happen, but I don't think they necessarily will have to. The only way they'll introduce a new tribe is if maybe there's a new tribe like added to Hearthstone as a whole. I think right now they just want to get away from this tribe is good and this tribe is bad. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I feel like a lot of these changes we've been seeing, I think we even talked about that with the entrance of dragons and a lot of those heroes that came with that dragon patch. You know, we kind of talked about how really you have Alex Straza that was once you hit five, then you discover two dragons, but it really felt like a lot of those hero powers were 
a little bit more flexible and weren't just, if you have a dragon, get this. Or if you buy or sell a dragon, get this. It They were much more flexible. And so I think we've been seeing those changes, like you mentioned, for the last several patches now. And I, I think that the changes we're seeing here reflect that same thing. So let's jump into those new changes and let's talk about the heroes that came back. First one, King Mukla. I forgot that this was in Battlegrounds. It's like, do you do you remember there once was a time where Direwolf Alpha was in Battlegrounds? Before that, there was a time where King Mukla was in. I don't know if it's Mukla or Mukla, so I'm just going to use them interchangeably. Um, but yeah, there was a time when when King King Mukla was in the game, and I completely forgot about him because he was that ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we. We had to actually do some research because it's been so long, but uh, you want to mention what the previous Mukla powers have been? Sure. So in the beginning, in ba- when Battlegrounds <laughs> launched in November, it the hero power was if you sell a beast, you get bananas, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then they realized that's bad. And... They changed it to when you buy a beast, you get bananas. And then they realized, oh, wait, beasts are bad. (laughs) So then they were like, we don't know how to fix this. So they took it out of the game. (laughs) And now they've brought it back that just says, you know what? Push a button and everybody gets bananas. It's like it's it's King Oprah. Like you get a banana, you get a banana. But at the end of the day, I get two bananas. So the hero power right now is uh it costs one banana rama. Um hero power get two bananas at the end of your turn, give everyone else one. King Mukla in out of all of the new heroes that they brought in and all the heroes that they brought back and all the changes that they made, Mukla's probably has the least effect. <laughs> Although I will say I like when there is a Mukla in my lobby. Yeah. I mean, then I'm like, cool, I get a free plus one, plus one on something. The, the <laughs> and, problem is, is everybody gets it, though. Well, sure. But Mukla is getting plus two, plus two, and I still get plus one, plus one. They're getting a benefit of plus one, plus one for using their hero power. And a lot of the other heroes, like, you get a much better hero power and you get a free plus one, plus one. So I like when somebody else is Mukla in my lobby. <laughs> so it's like if if someone picks Mukla, you're like, yes. But if you're if you have the option to pick it, you don't you don't give back to the community. You're like, nah, that's. No, I don't want to give other people bananas. I tried it once; <laughs> it was fun. But like, I mean, throwing bananas everywhere was great. But like, eh, yeah, I, I'd rather pick something else that I feel like I have a a better hero power. I will say that the <coughs> the highest placement for Mukla is not last. So <laughs> that's, that's a that's thing. something. <laughs> I mean, uh. in, in a world where there's a lot of people, there are a lot of heroes where you're more likely to get last place than any other placement with them uh let's see we can 
<laughs> George the Fallen, Fungal Mansor Flurgle, <laughs> Reno Jackson, <laughs> um, even some Tier 3 Brand, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Galacron, which all you do is get last place with. Oh. Ar- Arana, Lady Vosh, the Lich King, Tess, <laughs> Lich Bazal, Shutterwalk, Bartendotron. Like all of these heroes, according to HS Replay, if you pick them, you have a higher rate, a higher chance of getting last place than any other placement. So Yikes. the fact that Mukla you have a good chance of getting like seventh. That's <laughs> that's an improvement, right? Although Actually, I will su- I will say like oh six. Okay, yeah, well that's you, you know um it's it's getting there. But uh, I would personally take Flurgol over over Mukla any day. Like maybe in the future when Murlocs finally get changed, but I'm I'm taking Murlocs. I'll go Murlocs. I think that this hero is bad. <laughs> I don't see it long for this world. By next, <laughs> mark this down. By September, Mukla will have been adjusted in some way, or it will have been removed from the game. I think. What's wrong with just one hero power get one banana, one for one? Just. One hero power, one banana. I'm sure that was something that they tested and they just discovered that it wasn't good enough. And I'm guessing get two bananas yeah. was probably too strong. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't even remember what stream, but I talked about how it was like, Mukla is fun. You know, he's he's decent. He's like mid-tier, it feels like to me. But probably just because he's still new and getting picked a lot. Um but somebody's like, isn't Edwin just better? And I think yes. I think that's right. Because at least Edwin, like, you can... I mean, if you get plus two, plus two, you're probably pretty happy with that. But you can get even more than that. So... And you're not giving anybody else the effect, too. So, yeah. The, the answer is just yes. <laughs> <laughs> just yes. <laughs> so... All right. Moving on to the next hero that they've brought back. Dino Tamer Bran. Now, I don't even I don't remember Bran's original hero power, but I want to say it was like it was doing something with battle cries. I, I remember that. So they kind of stuck with that. It's or Bran's new hero power is refresh Bob's Tavern with battle cry minions. And as much as I like this, he's still bad. <laughs> so Yeah, look, the, the old one was a passive. After you play a Battlecry minion, give a random friendly minion plus one, plus one. Yeah, see, I like that better. They should just bring that back. <laughs> but Bran, used to, Bran was strong. Like, that was the problem. Bran was yeah. actually good. <laughs> now it's like, uh, we don't want Bran to be that good. Or good at all, apparently. Yeah. And Bran is it's, currently sitting he's a tier 3 um yeah. You either get first or you get last. Yeah, I was going to say I feel like initially looking at this, I was like, okay, this seems great. And then just after seeing it in play, it's like, eh, it's not 
not as not as cool as uh, what I think a lot of people expected. I think a lot of it depends on the tribe that you're going with. If you go like mechs are definitely more death rattle focused, um, just is what it is. Beasts are also death rattle focused. Murlocs are battle cry focused, but their battle cries tend to. I mean, like Murlocs and Bran would be great because then you can have high health, um, you know, take advantage of, of some of that stuff. But to me, like pirates, Dino, like Bran and pirates, maybe pirates are kind of battle cry specific when you look at like Salty Looter. Um, but even then, they're kind of also death rattle focused. I, I think like right now, there just isn't. There isn't a tribe that is just like get all the battle cries and win the game other than Murlocs. So I think that that's why when Murlocs are available, if you have Bran, you go Murlocs and you win. Otherwise, you get last place because there are no tribes focused on battle cries other than Murlocs. Yeah. And to me, the battle cries have always felt like a support. So it, it's kind of like battle cries feel like an afterthought almost, or just a, okay, I've kind of got something going on board here. Oh, hey, I'll, you know, I'm not really seeing anything great in, in the tavern to pick. Oh, but here's like a, a plus one, plus one to a beast or something, you know, or, oh, hey, I'll give a dragon plus two, plus two, and then just sell that battle cry minion away. So they've always felt like a support to me. Which, if that's your hero power is just a support type thing, it's it feels like you're kind of already on the back foot a little bit. Yeah, you're you're buying a bunch of minions to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, you're not exactly. Really, you're not establishing your board. You're working with a board that you already have, which is kind of rough. Speaking yeah. of boards, um, let's talk about the new hero, Tess Grayman. Such a such a sigh. Tess is one of these really cool heroes from, you know, World of Warcraft. Like, the lore behind her is super awesome. And, oh, she's just so bad. In Standard, she was bad. In Battleground, she's bad. Just, ah, oh, you could have done more with such an awesome character. But anyway, Tess Greymane... Uh, Bob's Burgles. Uh, hero power costs one. Refresh Bob's Tavern with minions from your last opponent's warband. I wanted this to work so much. And playing it, it felt like this is going to work. This is awesome. Because what I would do is I would grab two of something and then when I would play someone that had the third one, I would use the hero power to guarantee a triple. And I would get that triple. But the problem was, when you do that, if you have two things on the board, and now you've only got one thing on the board, and the other thing that you replace isn't that great, then you've also you've kind of weakened yourself. And golden minions are bait. Because the majority of golden minions are not good. Now, if you, if you got a gold grubber, then sure. Awesome. If you got a golden gold grubber, then even better. But there are very few 
cards that are just like, I want the golden one of these for the fact that it's golden, not for the fact that I'm going to use this as an opportunity to get ahead. And with Tess, like you said, it feels like you're you're playing behind, you're sacrificing the idea of getting a really strong board for the sake of guaranteeing that you're going to get a golden. Yeah. And there's, there's a couple things here. First, it does also note this is a new hero, uh, but only players with the battlegrounds perk will have access to Tess. Um, and then it'll be officially released on July 28th. So it sounds like there will be another patch. I'm guessing probably a week after that, uh, cause July 28th is a Tuesday. So I'm guessing, uh, Tuesday, August 4th is when the expansion will drop. Um, I feel like a week playing the new hero before like a new expansion kind of makes sense. So maybe we'll see another patch on the 28th. Maybe it won't be until the expansion itself comes out. Um, I'm, I'm not sure on that, but just wanted to make sure that that's clarified. So if you do not have the Battlegrounds perks, then you will not be able to play Tess. Uh, right now until the 28th. Uh, but yeah, it's again, like you mentioned, it, it does feel just kind of like playing from behind. And yeah, with the Goldens, like that seems like the biggest upside to this is to use it for Goldens. Unless for some reason, like you're looking for one last piece of your comp that you kind of needed to fill something in and your opponent had it. But the, to me, there's a couple things here. First of all, you really have to be ta- paying attention. If you're playing tests, like, you have to be watching what minions your opponent had, like from the start, right? You can't, uh, so many you can't times. tab away. Yeah, you can't tab so away or like go play times. something else, like, and then look back and be like, oh, what did they have? Did that, do I want to use this hero power now? I mean, it's only one gold, so maybe you do, but uh, it's, you know, it feels a little bad if you do that. So you really have to be paying attention. And then, yeah, like you mentioned, most of the time, I feel like when you're getting goldens, you're only getting goldens to discover something from the next tavern tier. And then the golden you got, maybe it sticks around for one round, maybe two, unless it's one of those key pieces, like you mentioned. But yeah, other than that, I mean, you're, you're getting it literally just to discover a tavern tier up and then you're getting rid of it. So uh, I don't know. The fact that you have to spend the gold to do the refresh and then you still have to buy the minion too is something. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if changing it, you know, maybe to be similar to like what we have with other heroes, maybe if it was just a, your, you know, a free, your first refresh. I don't know. Would that be too strong? If it, if it was zero cost and your first refresh for that turn turned it into your last opponent's warband, would that be too strong? What if they just made it by default your first warband? Will- yeah, like a passive? Yeah, just your first warband will always have minions from your opponent's last hand. Oh. See, I feel like that would be better. I feel like Maybe, I feel like people but... would be really upset though, because <laughs> Yeah. People that AFK, like what happens? You just get an empty board. <laughs> that that too, yeah. That would be bad. Or well, like I, I think the way that they do it, it just says you'll have it will have minions. Oh, with minions from your last opponent's warband. Yeah. So that might, that yeah. might be a coding problem of like, 
if you, I wonder what happens. Yeah, for someone that wants to test this for us, uh, play test. I'm sorry, you're gonna lose. Um, and then after that, when you face AFK, use your hero power the next turn and tell us what what happens. I think. I, I'm I'm not completely 100% sure on this, but from watching other people play it, I'm pretty sure that uh, it still will give you the same amount of minions that you would have gotten for a refresh. So, like, if you would have four minions in your tavern, even if your opponent had six, I think it only gives you four of the six minions that they had. Yes. Like, I don't think true. it gives you... Yeah, so that... Maybe that also makes it a little bit worse because you're not even guaranteed then to hit, you know. Yeah. If they only had one copy and that's the one you want because you want to make a golden, you, you couldn't even miss it. Well, and then there's, there's the other issue as well of like, how does that affect the minion pool? Because if you're just grabbing from other opponents warbands all you're doing is making it harder for both of you to continue to find minions that you need yeah so i mean yeah it's great that you're affecting your opponents because you know me i love i love grabbing minions just so that my opponents can't get them but at the same time like that, I don't want that to be my strategy. Like, I don't want that to be my primary goal of, like, I'm just going to grab every minion that my opponent has. That way they can't find them. Yeah. And I don't think it gives you... Like, if your opponent had a golden, it doesn't just create a golden either. No, so, um, So that's another factor. It's like, it feels like the more we talk about this, like, we're just listing more things. And it's like, oh, that makes it worse. That makes it worse. So I, I almost feel like this is going to be another one that in the future they could make some small tweaks to how it works. Um, and, you know, maybe it's Refresh Bob's Tavern, you know, to be your last opponent's warband or something. So you're eliminating that, oh, your Tavern tier is going to refresh with four, even though your opponent had six minions kind of thing. Uh, maybe they adjust... I don't know. It probably wouldn't work with Goldens, but you know, they, they could make small adjustments, I think to this, uh, to try to make it a little bit better. Speaking of making war bands better, <laughs> let's move on to Arana star seeker. I mean, I feel the weight in my voice already. Just like <laughs> this is that's so bad. Anyway, uh, Hero Power has been changed after you refresh five times, no longer seven. Bob's Tavern has seven minions. And it's important to note with that of it, it doesn't, it doesn't give you minions from a higher tier or anything. It just gives you more minions. I, I mean, it's better. It's it's still bad. It, I mean, ultimately, you either prioritize doing this by your third turn. Like, if, if you really want to do this, I feel like the best advice I could tell people is to go like the AFK route and literally don't use your don't purchase a minion your first 
two turns and then just have seven minions on the board after that. Or if you want, you can not purchase any minions your first turn, purchase a minion and then use your hero power once your second turn. And then on your third turn, use your hero power once it'll refresh the board for you and add more minions to it. And then you have a higher pick on your third turn. Um, Either one I think is fine. I think you could do it either way. I personally just think that this hero power is, I mean, after, after tavern tier, what five, this is pointless. Yeah, I, I, I've tried this. Um, I was able to, to get it where like I upgraded to tavern tier three and then refreshed, which was my last refresh. And then it changed. And then I triggered this. So, or like I used the last refresh right before, then taverned and then refreshed again and got seven minions starting from Tavern Tier 3. Uh, which the biggest thing I noticed is it just, it gives you more. Uh, I don't even know how to say this either. Like, since you're getting more minions that early, you're more likely to get goldens or a certain one that you need. Like, especially later, once you get to, I'd say even Tavern Tier 5, like Tavern Tier 5 and 6, I feel like a lot of times you kind of already have your comp pretty solidified and you're generally looking for one or two things specifically and you're you're re-rolling a little bit more that part of the game. So if you've already completed it before then and it just gives you the higher chance to find that thing you're looking for. But yeah, I mean, refreshing five times instead of seven, like it's a little better, but it's still not, not really that great. Yep. Um, there, there is some, I think it's, again, it's that whole fool's gold errand there. Like, yes, you're going to get more goldens, but is it really going to be worth it? One of the strategies that I've seen a lot lately is people just, power leveling up to tavern tier five um mostly because everything else below that doesn't really matter in game i mean maybe i i would say tavern tier three grab a macaw tavern tier four grab gold grubber tavern tier five grab everything else tavern tier six get your win condition like that i feel like that's how the game is played at the moment um so if you're sticking around tavern tier one tavern tier two and tavern tier three longer you're not setting yourself up for success in game and it doesn't matter how many goldens you have because you have golden trash and it's just it's not you're not gonna win yep absolutely and speaking of trash captain hook tusk Oh my goodness, why there there were so many things that they could have done to make this still good and no, I mean it's not that serious. It's it's okay. Um they they nerfed Hook Tusk. We knew this was coming. I mean it was it was quite obvious. Uh now instead of discovering a minion, you get a random minion. Yeah, no, this is this is terrible. <laughs> Couldn't they just like remove a friendly minion, get one from the same tier? Like if you're gonna make it random, don't make it random and lower, make it like random and equal. Yeah, it's 
again, kind of like what we just talked about. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely changed. It feels different. But yeah, this one, kind of the opposite. I guess last time I said it feels a little better. This one definitely feels worse. Like, it's yeah. okay at best. <laughs> yeah, it, it did... <laughs> It did what it was supposed to do. It took it took it took her it took Hook Tusk out of tier one to make it a solid tier two. Um, again, anytime, anytime you can get a battle cry pop, anytime you can get, you know, something. The random chance for a triple. Exactly, like <laughs> all of those little things will help. But at the end of the day, like. It's still it's it's just not Hook Tusk Hook Tusk is finding her fit at the bottom or towards the bottom, closer to the bottom, I guess. Um like I said, at the end of the day, it's still a good hero power. It's just a not as good hero power. I think the other hero power is fine. I think you just put a price tag on it. Make it make it one gold. Or make it so that it only affects certain types of cards. Like, don't affect Tavern Tier 1s. The problem that it had was you could literally cheat your way into higher Tavern Tiers. I would be like Tavern Tier 4, like, four turns in. And it's just like, how is that even possible? And still have a solid board. <laughs> like, that's that was what made this card as scary as it was. I mean, th- I think the biggest benefit off of this is the fact that if you get a token, you can still hit the other card you can hit the token and still get a better minion basically for free that's that's why it's so good but at the same time it's still bad oh actually i was going to mention that with the with arana's hero power to try to get extra refreshes if you find tokens like you can sell one of the one of the tokens and use that gold to refresh to kind of jumpstart and then that way, instead of kind of a compromise, I guess, between what Jay was suggesting of not buying anything and just doing that versus trying to keep board. If you find tokens, you can then you at least get one minion and you can still do a refresh. Yeah, but it's, you know, again, still not great, but. And that's the uh, that's the patch. So like we said, overall, this patch feels it feels kind of painful. Like, it feels like everything got weaker. Um, oh, except for one thing, Yodora. Yodora is still the boss now. Like, she was sharing her place at the top with Hook Tusk. They made Hook Tusk bad. They did nothing to Yodora, and now Yodora is just dominating. You, you're more likely to see you have a 50, 60% chance of top fouring with Eudora <laughs> based on the statistics. That's that's yeah. just ridiculous. And I think part of that is that after the the buff of putting it down to four digs instead of five for a golden minion, like you know, we've we've kind of talked about golden minions all throughout this episode, but it's that value generation of also finding something from the higher tier up off of a golden minion. So the fact that you just get a golden minion that you've paid, what, four 
four gold for instead of nine. And then you also get something else off of it. Like you just get so much more value off of your gold and your hero powers. Whereas the other ones, you know, you're getting random things or it's just, it's not very effective or you're doing something and then also giving everybody else something. And it's, I mean, you can see Adora is just straight value. And I think that's really part of what makes Eudora still so strong versus everything else and all these changes that we see. Yeah, it's it's definitely an issue of, you know, all that glitters might be golden, but all that glitters ain't gold. You know, that's that's the the feeling with with this patch is now they want people to know that golden is a thing apparently but but is it though not everything needs to be gold <laughs> i mean as as much as we might like gold it doesn't it doesn't win games but that's going to do it for this episode i oh actually one one last thing so prediction time. What is going to be removed first? I want to know. Also, Blizzard, you, you owe us an apology because your latest <laughs> post is called Tales from the Tavern. Don't, don't be stealing from us. It's just rude. <laughs> that was our idea first. <laughs> but anyway, I, I digress. Out of all the things, Don, what do you think will be addressed first? Well, hmm. I I want to say Megasaur. And I don't know if it, that's just wishful thinking. But I kind of mentioned it when I talked about that Amalgadon. Is that I, I feel like Amalgadon is... They're bringing it in to test how people like it, how it works. And I think that that's their first step towards being able to just easily take Megasaur out and say, okay, well, Amalgadon is kind of your your fill-in go-to there in, instead of Megasaur. Yeah. I think they are going to remove Mukla again. <laughs> Poor Mukla. Mukla's just gotten so many changes and then removed. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, I think that what's I think there's gonna be like a balancing patch. I don't know. Do they just make everything stronger? Do you make George's hero power like cost two? <laughs> like I don't I don't know. I, I they spent a lot of time lowering the power level this round. My guess is to to make space for other things. So if if that's what they're doing, I hope it pays off because right now everyone feels weak. I feel like even while I was streaming yesterday, I, I felt like the choices were so hard. Not because there were a lot of good choices, but there were just so many bad choices. And it was like, I don't want to pick any of these heroes. Like, right now, I feel like 
the, my only Instagrams are Eudora, Rafam, and Kelthos. And Maev. Maev's gotten a lot better. Um, but yeah, other than that, like everything else, I'm like, if I see Finley, I, I Instagram Finley just to hope for one of one of the other hero powers. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I feel like Flurgle is better, but again, I think we talked about that kind of just because I feel like Murlocs have overall gotten better because some of the other stuff got worse. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens, but that's going to do it for this week. Thank you, um, everyone, for listening, and a special thank you to our patrons. Uh, we talked a lot about the preparation that goes into the show. Of course, we're we're playing during the week. We're looking at patch notes. We're talking in Discord. We're doing all those things, but when we get together before a show, we also go through and we, you know, check the stats. We check the tier rates. We look at, you know, HS replay and all those things. And if you want to get that content, well, you can, you just have to become a patron over at patreon.bobstavern.pub. Don, how can people get in touch with you? Absolutely. People can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Or streaming as much as I can on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DK. And of course, you can catch me on Twitter at KJYMiller. And of course, you can also find me streaming at twitch.tv slash KJYMiller. And if you want any updates on what's going on in Bob's Tavern, be sure to follow the account on Twitter. That's at Bob's Tavern HS. And to check out other episodes and more, visit bobstavern.pub. That's going to do it for this week. For Don and myself, let's raise a glass, make a toast, slam our glasses down, and then leave because the tavern's closed, everybody. Get out! Welcome back, Christina. Now, nobody this time. Leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dot corner is ready for booting. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.